In a world where a man loves movies and loves lists and keeps a list of his 100 favorite movies for over 30 years, what if he made his wife watch those movies in order? And what if he made her talk about it on a podcast? Would she like them? Would she hate them? Can this marriage possibly survive this podcast? Find out what will happen in a world called Craig's List. I just want to apologize to Carla's mom and to Carla's stepmom and my mom. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone. I was very naive. I am so, so sorry for everything that has happened because in spite of what the internet says now, it's my fault because it was my project and I, I insisted. I insisted on doing my 100 favorite movies. I insisted that we keep going. Everything had to be my way and it's where we've ended up and it's all because of me that we're here now doing 31 horror movies. In 31 days. I love you, Mom. Dad, I am so sorry. What is that? What is that? I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. We're going to die doing this podcast. <laughs> I was going on for a while. Craig's listeners, you can't see, but my nostrils were, were fully up in that microphone. They were. During that. There was a little bit of snot coming out of one of them. Opening monologue. Uh, it was beautiful. Hello, Craig's listeners, and welcome to Craig's List. Spooky times. <laughs> <laughs> Carla, I asked you to name the podcast on the last episode, and you did. Yep. Spooky times. And it really seems to be taking off. Like, spooky times with 10 O's. Yep. And uh, it's really, it's tearing up the internet. People are so excited that we're back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been posting on Instagram... Every day what we're watching and I say spooky time tonight or whatever. Spooky time screening. But I don't put in the 10 O's. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. The, but the, I should, but it's just not a lot of room. You don't get charged by the character. On an Insta story. It just makes it all cluttered looking. <laughs> okay. Maybe. not the, But the name of the podcast is Spooky Time with 10 O's. You're right. Is it time or times? Spooky times. Yes, yeah, spooky times. It should be spooky times. I hope it is. that I've been it consistent is. with that. I okay. have not, but you have. Okay. And Ken Plume took uh, Ari Azazian's original Craigslist art and redid it for, yeah. for the month, and it it's looks so fantastic. Great. It's it's terrifying. We have fangs. I'm eating eyeballs. <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. But that's just not different than you any day of the week. Sure. You know? Remember when you were younger and maybe the Cosby show. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the spookiest of all sitcoms in retrospect. Um, I think it was the Cosby show or maybe it was Roseanne. Another one that really yep. stands, stands canceled out. and canceled <laughs> where, um, they're having like a Halloween party and the kids stick their hands into, into bowls and they're like grapes. And yeah. Like, These are eyeballs and spaghetti is brains. And yeah. Yeah. I thought spaghetti was guts. I guess it depends how graphic <laughs> you want it to be. <laughs> 
Maybe at your house, spaghetti was guts. Why would spaghetti be brains? It's not even shaped in the same way. Well, if you're just using your... Uh, All right. I feel like it's too thin to be your intestines, right? But it's not in the shape of a brain. <laughs> Look, grapes are also not eyeballs, so... <laughs> All right, good point. So, Craig's listeners, uh, it, it's so fun to be back and to be interacting with you on Twitter again. Uh, lots of great responses to the first episode of Spooky Times. And we asked for recommendations of horror movies and people have really been supplying them. We <laughs> probably will not, we definitely would not be able to get to all of your suggestions, but there's, there's been a lot that uh, have reinforced things that we were already thinking about doing. Yeah. And there's been a few that I've never heard of, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Benny is so loud. Stop it. <laughs> uh, yes. Agreed to everything you just said. <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said. It's nice, I did. Nice that you agreed. Lots of suggestions, things you had never heard of, some that you had. We won't get to everything. So keep that chatter up on Twitter. <laughs> we're, we're really enjoying it, and hopefully we can get to as many of your suggestions as we can. But the concept, again, is we're doing 31 horror or horror-adjacent movies. Or like Halloween-y movies. Halloween-y movies. What's a Halloween-y movie that's not a horror movie? Hocus Pocus. Okay. It's a Halloween movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you just want to do Hocus Pocus. This is all an excuse. <laughs> we will. We'll be for doing you Hocus to do Pocus. Hocus Pocus. I don't know. Like um, Lost Boys. Okay. Which you're not going to watch. I know. You don't want to. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I said I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I feel like we should watch The Lost Boys. I would watch The Lost Boys. I don't consider that a horror movie, but I think it's spooky time. It involves vampires, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another one that comes to mind is Flatliners. Also not a horror movie, but like a spooky movie to me. What would that... That's like a sci-fi thriller, would you consider it? Yeah, I'd it? consider it more like a suspense or a thriller. Uh-huh. But there is a fantasy element to it. Yeah. it. You would think maybe it could be a ghost movie, but they're not technically ghosts, I guess. I okay. Anyway. I would be up for doing Flatliners if you think it's a Halloween movie. No, it's okay. We've got like 50-something movies on that list. And 31 days to yeah. do it. Now, we're both mostly trying to do these as trilogies, right? In yeah. groups of three. So we did slasher films first. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, as my opening monologue from inspired by Blair Witch Project may have tipped off, we're doing found footage. And the third movie in our found footage trilogy, I think, uh, terrified you so much that you needed a palate cleanser right away. I, th- I think we have three trilogies planned that are going to be Carla Palette Cleansers, yeah. kids movies, and comedy movies. Yeah. Uh, but you you needed something a little lighter right away after yeah. this third movie. Mm-hmm. So what is what is found footage well, to let's tell them what the movies are. Okay. Great. Because <laughs> I feel like it's not fair to say that and then just leave them hanging. Um, see how bossy I've become on this re- reboot of Craigslist? <laughs> uh, the three movies. The first night was Blair Witch Project, which you already said. Uh-huh, the from second, 1999. Second night was? Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter is a Norwegian film from 2010. Is it Troll Hunter or Troll Hunters? <laughs> I believe it is Troll Hunter singular. Okay. Um, and, uh, the third one was Wreck. R-E-C. In brackets, like the record button that you press. Yeah. So it's basically pressing record on a camera. The movie is Wreck. It's a Spanish movie from 2007. That was the one that traumatized Carla. 
Yes, that's right. That's the one that I... So when I see a movie and I get upset like that, I get mad at Craig. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Craig's fault, but I immediately am like, get away from me. I wasn't even particularly pushing for that movie. I know. We we found a list of 12 like found footage horror classics that we needed to see. We pulled it all from that list. I had seen Wreck before, but didn't really remember the basic concept, but not really really the execution of it. Uh, I'm happy to see, to have seen it again. Yeah. I can't imagine seeing it again anytime soon. Troll Hunter was a recommendation from Ben Blacker, and that also turned up on that list. And uh, I don't think it's quite a horror movie, more of a comedy, I thought. Yeah. Even dramatic moments, too. The tone's all over the place, I think. But, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. It still works. And Blair Witch Project, not certainly not the first found footage movie, but maybe the one that perfected the concept, or at least in, in tandem with... Uh, things going viral on the internet in kind of the early days of yeah. of internet information and misinformation spreading, it became a box office sensation in 1999. So, doesn't it feel weird to be alive and not to be old yet, and to be able to say in the early days of the internet, and to know that you were an adult in the early days of the internet? <laughs> I mean, that does make me feel old. I don't know about you. I know, but we're not old. We're not old old. We're not old old. Yeah, we're adults. We're middle-aged. Uh-huh. But it is crazy to be like, in the early days of the internet, you would think that that meant like, in the early days of the locomotive. <laughs> what it feels like. I mean, you were in high school when like people were starting to get email addresses and stuff. Do you remember like it changing anything at school? No, I remember my senior year of high school... We got a new computer lab and I would like surf the internet on my lunch break. And yeah. I, that was like, I, I was already 17. So that was 97, 98. What is my point? I didn't get an email address until college. Really? You but didn't I think a- I was a late adapter. Yeah. I don't think that's typical. But because everything was dial up back then, certainly yeah. schools had little to do with the internet at that time. It just wasn't feasible to. Also, the internet kind of sucked unless you were on message boards. Right. That was the only thing. There was like no the reason to really be on the internet. It wasn't like there was, you know, um, it wasn't really a huge resource yet. Yeah. I mean, all the information in the world wasn't on there yet. Right. And the information that was there was maybe not reliable, uh, but which is still true. But at least now everything is there. You just have to sort through the shit to get to the it reality. Like Reddit. That's what the early internet was to me. First 10 years of the internet were just Reddit. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering, but. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. So are found footage movies in general scary for you? How do they differ from yes. these uh, slasher films, the more traditional horror that we covered first? Well, I think it's the, usually it's they're using video to shoot on, although Troll Hunter probably wasn't. Supposedly it was, but it looked more like film to me. I don't know. Anyways, what's my point? It just feels more real because it's like somebody holding a video camera and it's from their point of view and perspective as though it's a home movie. I know I'm saying all the obvious things, but that's why it feels real. That's the answer to your question. 
Yeah, so maybe you get sucked into the reality a little more. Yeah. You know, and because we're seeing the cameraman's perspective and there's a person behind the camera who we usually don't get to see, mm-hmm. um, you feel – it feels a little bit like a first-person shooter, you know, video game or whatever. It feels like an immersive experience. Yes. Too, that you're placed in the middle of the horror. I mean, there's other things like trade-off. One big trade-off for me that you're missing in a typical horror movie is no score. Right. Right? Because it's got to be realistic and ostensibly unproduced. You know, it doesn't go through post or whatever. This is just the raw footage, you know, is what they're passing it off. But I think scores are a huge part of what makes movies scary. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the three movies that we saw totally pulled it off without needing soundtrack. Yeah. And you you could use silence, certainly, in interesting ways, too, and create tension with silence as well. Mm Uh, I, I think all of these movies, all three of these movies are impressive in their own way. Um, I do think because of the central gimmick of found footage, there's varying degrees of things that they sacrifice by having to adhere to the gimmick Mm. and ways in which they're maybe not as successful as a typical horror movie. But they're interesting as exercises to me and also just impressive as feats of filmmaking. Yeah. I think. Yes, me too. I I think Blair Witch Project is excellent. <laughs> and you did not. No. The first time I saw Blair Witch Project – but let me explain. The first time I saw Blair Witch Project, I was in college and I went with a bunch of friends. And it You were in was- Chicago. No, I think it came out in the summer because I was home for the summer, okay. I think, um, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and it was a packed movie theater and everybody was screaming. It was like the tip, it was like the standard, this is a movie experience that I want when I go to the movie theater to be scared and like everybody scream in the theater together. It was really scary. And I was terrified and would wake up in the middle of the night and see somebody standing in the corner of the room <laughs> with their back to me. And I was like 19, probably. What year did it come out? 99. Yeah. So I was 19. Um, so now you know how old I am, everybody. <sighs> and <laughs> do the math. I don't know that I had seen it since then. I might have watched it again the next year at the dorms. But I do know it was like a huge deal because, and I remember this time right before it came out, you weren't sure if it was real or not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your group of friends were not sure. Maybe. I mean, when I saw it, by the time we saw it at the theater, I knew it wasn't It's obvious it's a fictional movie. But they had a whole campaign going of, like, trying to present it like it was real found footage. Yes. And again, like, with the internet, like, I'm sure there was some message board exposing whatever, but I wasn't on the internet in that way, like, looking it up. So going into it, it was like this is going to be like really real because they tried to make us think that it was real, which made it even scarier when it felt really real. Okay. So fast forward to this year and I'm like, I want to see Blair Witch again because it's terrifying. Um, And I didn't think it was as scary as I remembered it, but I thought it was more impressive as a film than I remember it because of the way that they set up the story and that you never see anything really. And it's all just through the sound effects of them breathing really heavy or screaming off camera. Yeah. Um, so you don't really know what they're looking at. So it's kind of like theater to me 
where you get to use your own imagination, which is going to be way worse than anything that they're showing you. And I just think it's really impressive the way that they just cut the story together and like still told a story that, I mean, I felt like troll hunter and wreck cheated more Mm -hmm. um, with the found footage aspect. And I feel like with Blair witch, you really could think if you wanted to, like it's more of a compelling argument that this could be real footage. Yes. And I think that's what I mean when I say that other sacrifices are made. Um, because I think Blair Witch totally commits to that prospect of this. These are three student filmmakers who went into the woods yes. to make a documentary on the Blair Witch, a local legend in Burkittsville, Maryland. Uh, this is the footage that we found that was on their camera. Some of it is 16 millimeter, right? Yeah. And some of it is video. They switch right. back and forth uh, between the two cameras. All the dialogue was improvised, right. so nothing feels exposition-y. Nothing feels scripted. Um, I personally just like a movie that feels a little more polished. But I love how <laughs> – I love that feeling of it's – they don't know what's going on. Like, if I remember correctly, I haven't read anything about it in years, but I remember reading that the filmmakers were, like, following them and setting up, like, those rocks and branches, and they didn't know what they were going to find, the actors, when they came upon them. They didn't know when Josh goes missing that the filmmakers were going to yank him out. So when they, when they like, realized he was gone and then he didn't come back. And it has – I just think that's so impressive that they were able to pull that off. I guess my final argument for it <laughs> is that – I've never seen a troll and I've never seen zombies, but I've been camping with my friends. I guess I haven't gone camping that much. Maybe <laughs> that's why this movie doesn't resonate with me, but the idea, I, I get the idea of being stuck in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you know, uh, and pitch black at night. And, and you hear something outside the tent and you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I've never had that experience. I've never, yeah. uh, Never gone through that. So it's not something that resonates in my life as being scary, though, though the idea of being in the middle of nowhere is scary mm-hmm. to me. Um, I will agree with you. I think it is immaculately done. Yeah. And I think the actors do an incredible job. And I think they were emotionally ma- manipulated. Yes. <laughs> by the directors in order to get the performances that they wanted. I, I just think it's a lot of time of just like watching these three, you know, 20 somethings just curse at each other in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it gets grating very easily. I guess, but I think that that builds the tension in a really effective way when they start going after each other. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. You're, you're cold, you're tired, you're hungry. Your map goes missing, which seems like not high stakes, but it's the highest of stakes. And then you find out that. He kicked the map into the <laughs> river. Yeah. Like, it's so... Just the way they laid it out. I, I would be so curious to... And I'm sure this is online somewhere. Just to read, like, exactly how they pulled that off. Like, did they slip them notes? They must have slipped them I notes. I think they did, yes. And also, like, Heather and Mike didn't know that Josh would be leaving early. Yeah, you know? that's so, what I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all improvised. They shot it in eight days, by the it's way. Inc- that's incredible. I mean, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very effective for me, even though I wasn't as scared this time. 
And it's only 82 minutes, and that's like seven minutes of credits, too. It's like an hour 15, which is more than enough Blair Witch yeah. for me. Um, Can I say one more thing? The, sh- the shot where Heather is on the rock reading that book or reading the passage from that book is so weird and so specific to annoying film students. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like at a school that was mostly a film school, so I felt like it was just really nailing that kind of archetype of nerdy film person. Yeah. I guess I was 30 already. So like I, you know, I didn't want to hang out with these folks. Yeah. You know, uh, and I don't find it that scary. And it, the, the tone of it is grating to me, I think. And I don't think there's enough of a payoff to oh, it. So, um, so disagree with you. I do think that final, the final three minutes or whatever in the house, it's like terrifying. is really terrifying and it's a pretty good ending. A word on spoilers, by the way. Um, we didn't really get into this with the slashers because I think every, you know, first of all, those are movies are all around 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think even if you haven't seen Halloween, you kind of get the basic idea that Michael Myers kills teens sure, one by sure. one, you know, but I think as we start to get into some of these less seen movies, we'll mm-hmm. probably be a little more. He's not de- talking about Blair Witch. <laughs> a little more delicate with spoilers. Yeah. I, I think we won't reveal like full plots of Troll Hunter or Wreck just because I don't think many people have seen those. Okay, well, we should have talked about this off mic because I feel like why would anybody listen to a movie podcast if they didn't want to hear or if they weren't prepared to hear what it's about? (sighs) I think it's great that we're talking about it on mic. (laughs) But that's really frustrating to me because I would never listen to a movie podcast where it was like, we're talking about the sound of music today and then not expect to find out that they get away into the mountains at the end of the movie. We won't tell you whether the Nazis get them or not. We won't so tell like, you whether Captain Captain Von Trapp collaborates with the Nazis. How am I supposed to talk about any of it? Like now I'm going to be censoring myself the whole time. Like we're not professional movie reviewers. We don't have to not spoil. No, it. no, you're reading way too much into this. I'm I'm just saying uh, that some things will spoil more than others. We might dance around some things, you know. Okay. Well, then you need to say that at the top of every episode. <laughs> okay. But my point is with Blair Witch, I feel like anybody who was going to have seen Blair Witch Project has seen it already. Yes. It made like a bajillion dollars. It made... Let me see if I have one this. One bajillion dollars. Oh, no, you're right. It was exactly one bajillion <laughs> on the button. It cost $60,000 to make. It grossed $248 million. That's amazing. And I hope those actors got a piece I of that. I hope so, too. I don't know. If, I hope the filmmakers got a piece of that. I'm sure the filmmakers. I don't know if they sold if they sold it to a distribution company. Like, who knows? Yeah. We, we, okay, we need to look this up. And if not, we need to start a Twitter campaign. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, I know that Heather Donahue in particular, who is, uh, Heather, Heather plays Heather. They all play characters with their own names in this kind of like got a lot of negative, uh, negative reviews and just like a lot of flack from moviegoers, I think. And then she never really stuck around in movies. And I think particularly that, that famous scene that I was kind of parodying at the opening monologue. I think it's fantastic acting. She's very good. Yeah. Uh, like it's really, 
I mean, she might be happy in her, you know, as a medical marijuana grower, which is... <laughs> Wouldn't we all be? <laughs> Wouldn't we all be? Um, but it, it... I mean, I think the acting in this movie is so good that it almost changes my whole concept of what good acting should be. Yeah. They're just absolutely real and Present. believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Josh Leonard certainly has worked a lot, mostly in like mumblecore movies and stuff with like the Duplass brothers. Uh, so he's like a recognizable actor now, but the other two have not stuck around as, as much. And I think that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. The hype for this movie was insane. That's why I asked if you had seen it in Chicago because I saw it at Piper's Alley in Chicago, which is adjacent to the second city where I was working at the time. And I would go see movies like, uh, like after a rehearsal, like we would rehearsal would get out around four o'clock. I'd go see a movie and then have dinner and stick around and do my show yeah. that night. And there was so much hype for this movie. I think I had already read an article that spoiled that it was not real, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like teenagers in particular at the time, you know, had gotten the idea that this could actually be a real documentary. Well, because there was like posters up around the city. Yes. I mean, they wanted to mislead people yeah, deliberately yeah. and they had a website with that in mind. The three actors were listed on IMDb as uh, missing, assumed, dead. <laughs> On IMDb? On IMDb. Well, I mean, this is the early days of IMDb. That's amazing. Too, you know, so that's something that the filmmakers kind of You can't even get an old credit taken off of IMDb now. Yes. Like, they don't let you mess with it at all. <laughs> um, And I guess, it, like, their families, you know, our friends of their family were contacting their parents of, like, I'm sorry to hear about Heather. Um, oh, my God. And this movie was sold out for like a week before I could get in. Like I eventually had to like buy a ticket in advance, which I think was I hard saw to it do. On opening night. Yeah. But I think you're right that it was like packed full of people and so much of the tension and the scares were the anticipation yeah. that this is going to be the, the scariest thing ever. It was like that scene in Scream, is it Scream 2 or Scream 3 in the movie theater? <laughs> Where there's just a bunch of people running around and like, you know, scaring each other. That's what it was in the audience where I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, well, let's go through Blair Witch just a little bit with a segment that we like to call Carla's Quotes. She's feeling her oats and Craig's taking notes. Whatever they are, it's Carla's Quotes. I think we did this the other way last time. We talked about all three movies and then we did the Carla's Quotes. Uh-huh. Maybe Let's try it this way this time. See how okay. that goes. We've never done three movies. Uh, we other just th- did it. <laughs> yeah. Other than we did the, uh, the before trilogy. Um, trying to find some quotes here, Carla. Uh, <laughs> the, the opening, the opening titles, it says three student filmmakers were lost in the woods and Carla said, I'm scared already. <laughs> this is also it's the scary. It feels so real. <laughs> I guess. Maybe I've got a camp. Maybe I've got a camp. You know? Maybe. I mean, I've been trying to get Also, Friday the 13th years. was not that scary to me because, uh, I mean, I guess I've been to, uh, to Sleep, summer camps. Sleepaway camps? Uh, in small doses, but it just doesn't resonate with me as a, as a source of fear. This is when video still looked bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like when you blew home video up to, you know, Film size, it looked really grainy and bad, but that kind of helps with the reality. Yeah, it looks un- it looks like it. a student film. <laughs> the people they interview up top, who are supposedly like the local residents of Burkittsville, like some of them seem to know about the Blair Witch, and some of them don't. Some of them are really locals. Yeah, 
And some of them are actors that were planted by the filmmakers, but, uh, the, the three leads assumed that these were all just local people. They didn't know either. I think the Blair Witch was not a real thing that had been made up by the directors. So, oh. and those people that are interviewed are like, uh, totally believable yeah. as well. The two fishing guys were actors, I bet. I think they were. And yeah. the crazy lady. Yeah. Um, the but crazy lady. There's one lady holding a, a toddler and Carla said, oh, that kid just ate his booger. He did. <laughs> he picks his nose and eats his booger. Here's Carla on Heather. This girl's irritating me already. Yep. Uh, this is going to scare me and I know it. It's too real. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the things where they start to hear like cackling you know or they see her noises at night you know they see the like bunches of twigs and stuff like that that stuff is scary i just think it's too few and far between in this movie uh here's carla how much longer is this i'm so stressed out <laughs> it's not real it's not real <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> I'm sitting there not freaked out at all and you were going crazy. It's the it's the stress of it. Like they get so stressed out. I'm an empath and I can't help but absorb their stress as they're lost in the woods. We hadn't decided on our other two movies of found footage yet and but Carla midway through this said, I can't watch paranormal activity. It's too scary, right? <laughs> and we didn't. We didn't we did do not. And, and we shall not. <laughs> well, I think that's the kind of scary that is really going to affect you because it's particularly about people lying in their – it's found footage of like they set up a video camera to shoot them at night and then ghosts come in and fuck with them at yeah, night. Yeah, That's exactly – What the, I think can happen in real life. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you've woken up in the middle of the night many times thinking that there's a ghost or someone in, in the room. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> you fool. Um, it's just too real. It's like watching home videos. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, now, here's one thing. You know, the one scene where she's running and says, what the fuck is that? This is what happened. According to the filmmaker's commentary, the unseen figure that Donahue is shouting about as she is running away from the tent is the film's art director, Ricardo, Ricardo Moreno, who was wearing white long johns, white stockings, and white pantyhose pulled over his head. It was initially intended for the figure to be revealed on camera as the Blair Witch herself, but the cameraman, Josh Leonard, forgot to pan to the left of Donahue to capture footage of Moreno. The scene was never reshot. Wow, good, because you never see it, the Blair Witch, which is great. And apparently they also like shot some different endings as well. Uh, some that used a little more tech, uh, to make it a little scarier. And then they decided to just end up with the thing that they started with. It's very, it's a very scary, wonderful ending. Uh, and they wrapped the movie on Halloween. Ah, uh, see, I can imagine being an actor in that and like by day three being like, this is all real. This is really happening. Yeah. Like being stuck. I'm sure they weren't showering. I'm sure they were barely eating and like. They also deliberately fed them less and less each day. Yeah. That's cruel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it's cruel. It's effective. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, right. maybe I'm problematic. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's no. I don't know. Okay. Remind me to never agree to do a found footage movie you're directing. (laughs) 
So the next movie that we covered is Troll Hunter. 2010 movie uh, made in Norway. Yep. And uh, spoilers ahead, it's about a man who hunts trolls. Yes. And here's the basic concept. It's some student filmmakers from a university in Norway. They want to make a documentary about uh, a bear poacher. Like that there have been dead bears that have been showing up. Uh, they start tracking this guy. They follow him into the middle of the night, into the deep forest. Um, they hear some sounds in the distance. Uh, he comes running down the hill and shouts at them, Troll! <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty great reveal, I think. Yeah. And then there's trolls, large and small, that are all CGI yep. creatures. But for a relatively lower budget, I would expect... They're really well done. I thought so too. I, I I think the trolls are really fun looking and cool looking. Both Wreck and Troll Hunter switch to night vision, mm-hmm. which I think allows them to get away with some more I think they CGI. Do that in Blair Witch too, don't they? Well, when, yeah, when I think they do. Through the woods, yeah. It's like I'm going to switch to night vision. Yeah, that's right. So, so that was a kind of common motif in all of these movies, but I think it allows them to get a little more CGI in, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe get away with a little more going on in your imagination. Um, apparently the lead guy who plays the, the troll hunter is a well-known Norwegian comedian. And from my understanding, he sounds a little bit like he's a cross between Abby Hoffman and Tom Green. Like that he's like a political leftist who like stages a lot of stunts oh. and stuff like that. And like had like a, a Tom Green like prank show. What? The yeah. troll hunter guy? Yeah. Um, because he's so dry. Yeah. And he's a really good actor. I thought he was awesome. I thought he was really, really good. But I think if you're in Scandinavia watching this movie, it's probably hilarious from start to finish. Uh, and then all the other like adult characters, like the guy from the Wildlife Federation, the guy playing the Polish worker, those are all famous comedians in Norway. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess the younger actors were more unknown who played the, uh, the students. Yeah. Um, this is more of a parody of a found footage film than a true. I would say. Yeah. Cause even at the top, don't they say something like, this footage was sent to this film, this film company and it was already edited together <laughs> or whatever? Well, what it says, on October 13th, 2008, we received an anonymous package with two hard disks containing 283 minutes of filmed material. So oh. I guess they, they, oh, they edited, edited it down. What? Was that in rec then? Maybe. Uh, sorry. No, they didn't have any. I think I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the tone, the tone of this is very dry, but there was a lot of super funny moments in this, I think. Yeah. I think it's a really effective mockumentary. I think it's a comedy. Yeah. W- were you actually scared in parts, though? No. I, I wasn't expecting a comedy. I was expecting it to be fun, but I was expecting more scares. I just don't think that the trolls are necessarily... Sc- it's like when... It's like um, tension building, but it doesn't feel scary. Like, because you don't want the... The main, you don't want the troll hunter to die. You're like invested in him. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's like where the scares come from, but it doesn't feel scary. There's some good tension and some good action. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like primevally scary. Yeah. It doesn't make my stomach turn or make me want to leave the room or punch you in the face or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily I was not punched in the face <laughs> at any point during this movie. Um, 
trolls are a big part of Norwegian folklore, yeah. I guess. And I think there's other references that probably went over our head because, uh, like one thing that comes up a lot, I guess trolls supposedly can smell the blood of a Christian. I had heard that before. You had heard that? Yeah. Okay. So you're more up on the folklore than I am. I don't know why I had heard that, but I have. <laughs> so that's one thing that the troll hunter makes clear early. Of like, none of you believe in God, right? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and, and, but then the cameraman whole, hides it from the rest of the group. Yeah. And then eventually... Uh, Spoiler. Spoilers. Bad stuff happens to him. <laughs> um, but there is a scene where they're in a troll cave... And they get kind of blocked off by trolls who go to sleep, you know, and they're stuck there for a while like yeah. that. I mean, again, it wasn't terrifying, but it was like good. It was suspenseful. It was suspenseful. Yes. Um, and then also he lures trolls with goats later yeah. as bait. And that is kind of a reference to the Billy Goat's Gruff. Oh, of course. Yeah. The troll under the bridge. Yeah. I with- got the troll under the bridge part, but I didn't remember the goats. Yeah. Early on, Carla, yeah, this movie, we watched it in Norwegian with English subtitles. So Carla will like, would start making Swedish chef noises like, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> and you said that's what it sounds like to me. No, that makes me sound really dumb <laughs> and, and problematic. <laughs> we can make fun of white people in other cultures. <laughs> uh, Carla said he's not a very good troll hunter if he doesn't know when he's being followed by a bunch of college students. <laughs> and then he gets uh, kind of snippy with them. And Carla said, this guy's a real Heather. You get it? Heather from last night. I didn't mean the troll hunter. I meant the main kid. Okay. Well, I didn't I didn't get the reference to Blair Witch Project. I assume you were talking about the movie Heathers with Winona Ryder. No, because, okay, because in... Blair Witch, Heather, is a film student, and in Troll Hunter, this kid is a film student. They're directly pulling from Blair Witch. Amen. Uh, gotcha. Ugh. I just thought, you know, is he Heather Chandler? Is he Heather McNamara? I mean, I don't know why I needed to explain it. We had just watched Blair Witch Project. Yes, we had. Um <laughs> And they have to cover themselves in order to not be smelled by the trolls. They do it with troll piss. And he, he you know, he's talking in Norwegian, but he says, they should go to troll piss, you know, and Carla said, ah, he said it in English. <laughs> so I guess the Norwegian word for troll piss is troll piss. Um, the, the sound, uh, the, the boom operator is a woman. So Carla said they better not kill the woman first. <laughs> I thought they would. And they don't. Um, spoilers. And so it turns out the government is behind this, or the government knows of the existence of trolls and are trying to cover it, and he's the only person licensed in the country to actually fight them. But then there's a team of people who come through each scene that's been where trolls have wrecked havoc and they have to cover it up. And they need to make it look like bears. Yes, (laughs) which they do with like giant bear uh, tracks that they keep doing wrong and everybody's like, that doesn't look like bear tracks. There's a left foot here and a right foot there. Um, when, when they're in the cave and the trolls come out, Carly said, those trolls are so cool looking. Oh no, there's too many of them. <laughs> how now, have people not, how have people not seen these trolls? I mean, I know they give us a little bit of what Carla, it doesn't need to be justified. They're seemingly everywhere. Yeah. It seems like they're everywhere. It's fun. Whatever. I'm not criticizing. There is a lot of shots of the Norwegian countryside, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Too. In fjords. Um, so in that scene with the caves, 
this might have just been like low lower budget CGI. The trolls are kind of laying down and going to sleep, and one of the <laughs> One of their heads is near the crotch of another, and they're also kind of making labored breathing sounds. And Carla said, is he getting a blowjob? Is that what's happening? I legitimately thought that they were doing a joke about a blowjob with trolls. <laughs> then there's a giant troll fart, which is which was really enjoyable. Um, now, at one point, uh, through something that happened in the spoilers, they need a new camera person. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a young Muslim woman. Uh, and they're, and they're kind of like asking her, uh, qualifications and everything. And Carla said, but they're not telling her that they're following trolls. They said they're doing a nature documentary. <laughs> and Carla said they should tell her up front. Yeah, that's only fair. But one thing I did notice is when the new camera person comes in, the camera work is better and it's in sharper focus, like that they've, that they have now have a better quality camera. They have better quality oh. equipment. So the cinematography is better for the back half. And I mean, maybe this is just my projection, but it seems like the camera work is better and less shaky because they have a professional nature photographer. That's really interesting. Yeah. I'll buy that. <laughs> How much is it? <laughs> At the end of the movie, one of the characters starts to get sick and Carly said, does he have the Corona? All my quotes for this are dumb. <laughs> Carla said that troll is the biggest troll I've ever seen. <laughs> like when, it, when have you seen trolls? You've only seen trolls for the last hour and a half. <laughs> and, and then Hollywood was going to do a remake of this. Uh, Neil Marshall, who directed The Descent, a great horror movie, was going to do the remake. And so I was explaining that to Carla. I said they were going to do a remake, but and Carla said COVID. <laughs> uh. Um. He uses UV light, by the way, to kill the trolls, which is, and that they either turn to stone or just blow up. And there actually is a scientific explanation by a scientist at one point of why that happens that I thought was, was, was really pretty good. persuasive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So I, I think if you haven't heard of it, uh, and you're, you're looking for a good, funny action found footage movie, Troll Hunter might be the one. Yes. Let's, m- let's move on to wreck. Let's move on. This turned you into a wreck. Yes. This was one of the most terrifying movies I've ever seen. Really? I mean, I don't know. That's so hard to... You've seen a lot. I've seen a lot, and I've been at a different age and different life experience. But as an adult, in the last five years, this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. It's definitely... It's relentless. Yeah. And intense. So the concept behind this movie is we're in Spain. I think we're in Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, mm-hmm. and she's kind of a young television presenter who works for a show where they follow people around in their jobs after dark or something mm-hmm. like that, or people who work at night. And so she's following firefighters around. And the last, fif- the first 15 minutes do a pretty good, good job of setting up a completely different tone, right? A tone of reality, mm-hmm. which is just her and her cameraman. And they're in this firehouse meeting. The, everybody's joking around. It's very boring, right? Yeah. There might be a night where there's no call. And suddenly they get a call to go in an apartment building. Um, there, there's a, and all the, the firemen are like, yeah, yeah, this is the thing we do all the time. You know, it's no big deal. Um, and they, they, what, what is the report exactly that they're following? Or maybe it's obscure to us. No, it's, um, a woman is, um, 
In distress. In distress. Yeah. Yes, there's a woman in distress. So all the people in the apartment building are kind of at the in the lobby. You know, they've been told to, to leave their rooms. And so they go into uh, this apartment and this older woman who's kind of like in a bloody slip yeah. uh, starts attacking and biting one of the firemen. And now we know we're in a zombie movie. Yeah. They don't know they're in a zombie. They movie. don't know they're in a zombie movie, but fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> and so it's all done through Pablo, the uh, the cameraman's camera. But the really terrifying part in the, in that sequence is when they come downstairs to try to get the guy to take the guy who's been bit out, and they realize that they've been locked in. Yes, by the authorities. So the authorities are locking down this block and this building because there's been a contamination. So somehow the word is got out that there's this disease turning people into zombies and they're all locked in. They can't leave. It's a pretty great premise for a movie. It is. And then... It's kind of believable. <laughs> too, it really is. Yeah, too believable. Well, like, if if something crazy like that were to happen, this is exactly how the authorities would behave. Yeah. So, like your typical zombie movie, slowly but surely, members of this apartment building get bit and transform, you know, and, and that's where the scary comes from Mm -hmm. i think um again with all three of these movies i really think that you know it it might be the gimmick tops the success as a movie as as i said again but i can't imagine the amount of work that went into this uh especially because it's found footage you can't cut away there's longer shots they might be able to hide some edits yeah through trickery Mm -hmm. but especially when there's an effect shot of like somebody being bit into or when there's a lot of blood involved like the the amount of coordination it takes to do that effectively i just from somebody who's been on set before i can imagine how hard it was to film this is also about the same (laughs) length as blair witch about an hour 15 and that was more than enough for you yeah yeah what what was so scary about this for you I think I said already. (laughs) Um, Also, like, we're collectively as a species living through a virus at the moment. Gotcha. It does feel like, obviously, it's not that, it's not as bad as this is, but, like, it doesn't take a lot for an imaginative person to take a leap in their brain when they're watching it. Yeah. Um, Did you hear what I just said? I did. Are you sure? Yes. (laughs) At one point, uh, you said, holy shit, as the subtitle read on screen, holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's good. When, and this also happened when watching the movie that we watched today, where Carla says a quote, and then what, this, this is not only could, only could happen in horror movies, where people are commenting on the horror in front of them. They say exactly or verbatim, uh, what Carla just said. So you, you should feel validated by that. I do. I think. Um, Carla, here's Carla on Rex specifically, but found footage in general. There's always some asshole who's like, we got to get this on film. I mean, I know that's the concept, but still. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. Like, what? That, that is a, a theme for all three of these, which is like one person who's obsessed with like capturing everything on tape. Yeah. Again, like, I understand why. But like, what's a movie, a found footage movie where it's just accidentally recorded? Hmm. Or maybe not even accidentally, but more passively, as opposed to like screaming to turn the camera on or keep the camera on. I feel like paranormal activity is a little more of that. I'd have to go back and and see it. Um, 
It all just reminds me of those Mad TV sketches with Stephanie Weir where they, <laughs> they're that family who's trying to do stunts and they keep turning on and off the video camera. But every time they think they're recording, it's off. And every time they think it's off, it's on. Um, that's very funny. It, that's that's a classic. Um, and th- there's also a government official in this movie who's constantly telling the cameraman not to shoot. That gets old it a little does, bit, yeah. right? Um, here's Carla to Pablo, the cameraman. Ah, this is not going to go well for you, Pablo. <laughs> this, I think, is the where the first zombie lady comes out. Carla says, just fucking shoot her, man. Seems like she's maybe a zombie or maybe rabies. <laughs> That's what we weren't sure what it was yet. Right? Yeah. Uh, here's just some quotes out of context from Carla. What, you just left him up there? He's going to be a zombie now. <laughs> Get out of there. What you doing? Get out of there. What? <laughs> you, for some reason, adopted a Brooklyn accent for oh, it. Oh, is that what that was? What are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. You can probably put the camera down now, bruh. <laughs> and then when it was done, Carla said, we need some kids' movies after this. <laughs> Carla, you want to give letter grades to these three movies? Yes. Blair Witch gets an A. Okay. Wreck gets an A minus. Wow. Okay. I think Wreck is scarier, but I think Blair Witch comes together in a more believable way. Yeah. I honestly couldn't tell if you liked Wreck. No, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a really good horror movie. Okay. Uh, And then what was the third one? Troll Hunter. I give a B plus. Okay. Wow. I would give Troll Hunter a B. I would give Wreck a B. Hmm. I would give Blair Witch Project a B minus. Wow. We are totally not on the same <laughs> page here. We're not on the same list. <laughs> well, it's not my list. It's not your list. These are just <laughs> movies that we've decided to watch that are in a category. You want to do a little khaki theater? Okay. Okay. You work in local news in the uh, greater Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. <laughs> Hey, uh, are you uh, Jacqueline? I am Jacqueline Bissett. <laughs> but not the famous actress, right? No, not the famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm on my work break. No, that's all right. Um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> not the famous actress. <laughs> The famous newscaster. Right, you're the famous newscaster, Jacqueline Bissett, who, uh, who, who anchors the weekend 5.30 slot in Baltimore. That is correct. Um, I was told at the front desk to maybe talk to you. I found some footage. Oh, this this happens all the time. It does? Every time I'm in public, some stranger comes up and says, I found some footage, and then they end up asking me out. Oh, I, I wasn't planning on doing okay. that. At all. I'm in a I committed mean, sure, relationship. I'll go out with you. Uh, do you want to maybe take a look sure. at what Where I have? Where do you want to go? Um, dinner. Well, we can go to dinner. Okay. Cut to dinner. <laughs> this is uh, this is a really nice place. Yeah. Thank you. I spent a lot of my newscaster <laughs> money <laughs> redecorating this year. <laughs> Well, you think uh, a lot of pe- you think more people here would you know be going crazy that Jacqueline Bissett is here? Yeah. 
anyway, so, I was redecorating my place. Uh huh. That's what I said. Okay. What people are you talking about? My roommates? They don't care that they're roommates with Jacqueline Bissett. <laughs> Look, I just want to talk about this found footage <laughs> with you. <laughs> Um, Look, this is we're just living moment to moment here. I can't, I can't perform a dialogue that's been written. <laughs> Look, my my aunt, <laughs> my aunt owns a, a house in the middle of the woods. A what? My aunt owns a house in the middle of the woods. I thought you said house. No, my aunt owns a house uh-huh. in the middle of the woods outside of Burkittsville. You familiar oh, with Burkittsville? Been there. Yeah, I love it. They have a lovely lake out there. They do have a nice lake. I've so, been skinny dipping there. Okay, Jacqueline. And uh, so we found this footage. It's uh, there's some some of it is on video. It's kind of <sighs> shitty looking. Okay. Some of it's on 16 millimeter. There's some night vision. Well, that's stuff. film. That's right. Yeah, that's that is not. True. So it's not. It's not found video. You found this film. Oh, I said found footage, which could be video <laughs> or film. <laughs> okay, what's your point? Anyway, I think these people got murdered. <laughs> Oh, yes. Fine. I will sleep with you tonight. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) good to see that you still got the improv chops. Whee! I had a game for my character. Yeah, that was a great game. She thought you were hitting on her the whole time. Great game. Really never got to any of the Blair Witch content that... uh, (laughs) But that's fine. That's how it, it, and I think his, his aunt is probably the Blair Witch herself. Um, well, okay, if you're going to write an improv scene, then give me a script ahead of time. <laughs> Otherwise, get off my back. Carla, what are we doing next? Ah, ghost movies. Ghost movies. Ooh, okay, so is this enough of a palate cleanser for you? Ghost sounds. <laughs> Spooky times. Spooky times. Yes. Yes, we're going to watch The Others. Okay, that's a ghost movie. And then the other two haven't been defined. Okay, so we're we're figuring it out, but definitely we're going to do The Others. So we're doing kind of haunted house slash ghost movies. Yep. Um, So a different kind of scary. Yes. I think. A less like going to give Carla a heart attack in the middle of an election. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that she's already having a heart attack about. Yeah, the election is enough of a horror show <laughs> to begin with. This uh, was really fun. We had a couple fights. We had a couple laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> it's just a typical day in our lives. And we're going to be doing this at least eight more times this month. <laughs> so, Craig's listeners, please keep tuning in for more. Please, 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 please Spooky help me. times. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. <laughs> <laughs>